my name is Julia Sizer. Welcome to Self-Care for Teachers, a weekly motivation, refresher, and reminder of why we became teachers in the first place and how valuable we are in order to be our best for our students, our families, and ourselves. In this week's episode, we will be talking about fatigue. We will find out why we suffer from fatigue, what it is, and what we can do about it so we can enjoy our lives and better serve our students. Have you ever woken up in the morning and by 11 a.m. you're ready for a nap? Or have you ever completed a long day of teaching and then struggled to handle the rest of the day and you crashed out by 8.30? I know I have. And I think we can all agree this is no way to live. Most cases of fatigue occur when our minds are too overloaded with clutter from past events or events that are in our future or imagined to be in our future. And yet we are attempting to function in the present. As a result, our bodies can become perpetually exhausted trying to keep up with our thoughts. As teachers, we can also have what is called compassion fatigue. An article from Lesley University defines compassion fatigue as the cumulative detrimental effect of working with survivors of traumatic life events. The article went on to explain that teachers, as well as those in other caring professions, can be overwhelmed when dealing with those who have suffered or are in the midst of suffering from a traumatic event. We know that today so many of our students are suffering, and as a result of family situations, all associated with COVID and everything else that's going on in our world today. And we are left to handle the effects of this as teachers day in and day out. So what can be done to create balance in our lives and bring back the zeal and energy we need to be productive? There are four key things we can do to combat fatigue and regain our strength. Number one, sleep. How many of you can boast that you get the recommended seven to nine hours of sleep per night? <laughs> I applaud you. Most of us sleep an average of five to six hours per night. That is simply not enough. A lack of sleep has a cumulative effect and a bad effect on our minds and bodies. According to the American Sleep Foundation, a loss of just two hours of sleep is similar to having three beers, while a loss of four hours is equivalent to having a six-pack in the amount of impairment. So, not only does it affect our mental and physical health, a lack of sleep can put others at risk due to our impairment. I know it can be a challenge, but setting a regular bedtime and creating time to wind down can work wonders to produce the sleep we need to function properly. And there are so many apps available that can help with this. Most of us have the Sleep Cycle app or something similar on our phones. I know that when I hear that 30-minute reminder that my bedtime is coming up, 
I am then prompted to stop what I am doing and make sleep a priority. Number two, hydrate and not with wine, (laughs) at least not right before bed. Plenty of water throughout the day is a great way to flush out toxins and provide yourselves with energy. I know a lot of us say that we can't drink water during the day because as teachers, we're trapped in our classrooms all day. Well, some of us right now are teaching from home, so there is more opportunity to make the hydration commitment. And for the rest of us, we pretty much know when our breaks are and can try to time our hydration accordingly. But doing so will create a great payoff in our energy level. Number three, make time for fun. What does that mean for you? For some, it means exercise. For others, it may mean watching something funny. It may mean treating yourself. You are a priority. Our students need us, and so do our families. But we can't be our best for them if we continually put ourselves on the back burner day in and day out. So be good to yourself in whatever way that seems fit for you. Number four, stay in the present. Some call this being mindful. I am so guilty of struggling with this. I think a lot of teachers are. We are always thinking about the next day, the next week, the next month. We are trained to plan and be one step ahead. And that is okay. That is good. But we can schedule a time to schedule. And by that I mean uh, we can create a block of time to look at tomorrow and next week and the month ahead. Figure it out and then let it go. We are then free to live in the present. Like I mentioned earlier, our bodies become most exhausted when our minds are living in the past or in the future. We can control and make the most of the present moments so that we won't miss out on what is good in our lives. Steve Prefontaine said, Don't let fatigue make a coward out of you. Steve Prefontaine was a young long-distance runner who competed in the 72 Olympic Games. He died in a car wreck when he was only 24 years old. What wise words from this young man. Don't let fatigue make a coward out of you. Being a runner, Steve Prefontaine was comparing these words to running the race and not allowing fatigue to cause you to quit. He speaks to everyone through this quote. Fatigue's ultimate goal is to sneak in and fester in our souls until we decide we're just too tired. I just can't anymore. It's just too much. I'm just not good enough. I'm afraid. We don't have to let that happen. We don't have to cower to fatigue. Fatigue is a rampant, relentless pursuer of our energy and quality of life. But we have the tools to take control so we can be fresh for our students, our families, and ourselves. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I would appreciate it if you could rate, review, or leave a comment. It truly does help my listenership, and I enjoy hearing from other teachers about what their struggles are that may be featured on future episodes. You may follow me on Instagram at selfcareforteachers underscore Julia, where you will find links to join our Facebook group, Self Care for Teachers, as well as my email to request a copy of the transcript for this episode, as well as a speaking engagement request. Until next time, this is Self Care for Teachers. We are amazing. We are peaceful teachers.